going to give uh, the delightful Emma Platt a call. Let's get this party started. Message her. <laughs> Hold on, what? Why does it keep doing this? So, okay, last time this happened, we had to get um, Luke to give us a call instead, didn't we? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah, there we go. One minute, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Well, in that minute, I'm going to go pee, so Barry, you can, like... Freestyle I don't know why I'm peeing so much today. <laughs> Is it a nerves thing? I don't know. Must be. Must be a nerves thing. <laughs> Must be. Well, actually, should I order the pizzas? Uh, could do. It'll be in about eight and then yeah. line them on. Yeah, it could do. Yeah. Welcome to Pizza Talk, starring, pizza talk. starring Barry's social media mic. <laughs> <laughs> we decide what pizza we're going to be having. <laughs> Feel free to text in on two three four pizza now. <laughs> um, pizza, pizza, pizza. So you heard the you heard the new total that we're at. We've raised seventy percent. That's that is incredible. So, uh, That's so I, good. I think I think we're we're going better than we did the uh, last time we did this. I think yeah, because we were we were flagging during the night time because everyone was asleep. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in the morning they all came together. But this is incredible. Yeah, this is yeah, fantastic. So yeah, thank you all, people. And um, once again, whilst this is gone, I can say probably because I've been drinking again. This is um, so when when I agreed to do this again um, after Stay stopped hit me over the head, um, <laughs> and she gave me the choice of a charity, and I chose the British Heart Foundation um, as a kind of well, I suppose kind of tribute to sort of mum and my brother Dave um, so kind of for me this whole doing this whole thing is kind of like a tribute to them wherever they are now I don't know if they'll see it in the same way and go like couldn't you just like grow some flowers on a grave or something rather than like talking for 24 hours but there we go they knew I was that sort of kid anyway uh, yeah so um, this this is for them you know and and, and obviously for um, for people who yeah, I'm going to take a moment for people who have no kind of experience of of heart disease or what it can do for you, um, do to you. Uh, Dave was in his fifties. You know, I'm I'm gonna turn. I'll be fifty next year. And Dave was like in his mid fifties when he had his heart attack, and it was a massive heart attack. It was in the family home. Um, he was alone, um, and you know, it was dad. That, I'm sorry if this feels like it's been a downfall, but I think people need to know why this yeah, is important. Yeah. Um, and um, he. Yeah, so he um, he died in the family home. Dad came home to find him. So just take that for a moment. He was the eldest, you know. Um, and obviously, it's a devastating loss. It was a devastating loss for all of us at the time. Yeah. But what, you know, the, the sort of, 
the legacy it's left me with is that um, I've never really admitted this to anyone really, is the fact that every time I kind of get, which is on a daily basis, every time I get a little twinge or, you know, because I've looked up the symptoms for heart attacks and things like that, because yeah. the minute, because uh, obviously we weren't sure if this was going to be in a hereditary thing. So yeah. me and my brothers went and got ourselves checked out and stuff like that. And I would suggest anyone who's had any sort of loved one that's had any kind of heart problem or anything like that, go and get yourself checked out. It's very yeah. important. Absolutely. Um, and there were a couple of times where I had to go and get myself strapped to ECGs because I'd got myself into a bit of a... <laughs> I know that. Ending, you know? Um, and, um, but even now, you know, like on a day, you know, something will happen and I, I suddenly worry and I think, is this it? Am I, is this, is this what's going to happen? And, you know, um, so it's, it's a horrible, horrible um, disease. And I think what the British Heart Foundation are doing to sort of combat it uh, is is a brilliant, brilliant thing. And mm. um, anything that we can do to help that, I think is, is a good and great thing. And I think as gigs we talk about you know we all talk about our love for like we've all talked about infinity war and marvel and superheroes mm-hmm. and things like that and um you know we don't have superpowers but what we do have we, we do have um the means to make a difference everyone yeah. has a means to make a difference whether it's you know donating whether it's you know i don't know standing up to that bully whether it's you know um saying, even just things like sharing a tweet or, yeah, just, or dropping a message yeah, to a friend just you know um, there's, there's all things that we can do in everyday life and this is us saying this is what we're going to do so please 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 um take the time to have a listen hopefully have a laugh um if you've got a spare couple of quid donate if you haven't that's all good then maybe just just retweet a link or, yeah. or or send us a tweet you know that you're listening or a question or something like that and now I'll get off my emotional soapbox. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. No, to be fair, the um, the first time I had a bout of palpitations, I thought I was dying. <laughs> and, um, and it took a real long time to get what I have diagnosed because it's um, a sporadic thing that I could have two bouts of palpitations in a day and then never have them again for like six to seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the kind of thing where it's really hard to catch it on an ECG unless you happen to be having one at the time yeah. um so it the the thing is is the human body is an absolutely fucking amazing piece of hardware but it is terrifying when it goes wrong yeah and um and it can go wrong in quite a few ways so like you say the more we can do to help prevent these things from happening or treat things faster um and this is going to sound like a really downer thing to say but the world is a bit of a shitty place at the moment and i think anything we can do to bring a bit of brightness to it whether that's through the fundraising or just making people laugh or you know i think we just need to be as a world we need to be kinder to one another and take care of one another and this is how we're gonna do that emma's ready now so let's give her a call yeah before we both start crying <laughs> to be fair we're only 10 hours in so you know yeah. it's uh it'll be the, the when we finish hello we <laughs> hello hi Ooh, hello hello i think we've got a lag again <laughs> hi, i can't hear you hear us Okay, we should we should warn you that we do seem to have a slight lag. Yeah, okay, no problem. Delay. One sec. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for for joining us. Um, would you like to tell the world about who you are and uh, and why you're um, here today? Okay, so my name's Emma. I do a podcast with Chris Hay called North by Nerd West. Uh, I have a master's degree in film studies and I chat shit on Twitter. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> Sounds a bit like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So for um for context for the listeners, uh I I know Emma through um we did a podcast called Pick yeah. a Flick, which is actually one that was run by somebody else that has different co like different hosts every time. Right. And so there was myself, Emma and Chris, and we were forced to watch the absolute travesty <laughs> that is the movie Mac and Me. <laughs> And the resulting podcast is just an absolute meltdown of epic proportions <laughs> on all of our behalves as we struggle to figure out what the fuck that movie is. <laughs> can I can I can I interject here and say like what what's Mac and Me? Oh god, oh, no! Oh, Emma, um, please fill in Barry on it's what like Mac and Me is. Et rip off <laughs> about there's a kid in a wheelchair and he finds this alien and there's a big like a synchronized dance number halfway through in a McDonald's that doesn't make any sense and. Puppet looks like someone <laughs> left it on the back window of a car on a really hot day, and it kind of uh, it. it was, and then at the end, yeah. they all like the alien. They all get jobs. They become like American citizens for no reason whatsoever, and they're all addicted to coke. Like they drink coke to survive, and they get sucked up in this big hoover. It's just <laughs> bizarre. It's 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 a chance. The animatronics are some of the scariest that you know you know how i'm terrified of et yeah imagine et turned up to fucking 11 it's not oh jesus <laughs> so barry's just googled it <laughs> Gee, what? What that's fuck? mac and that those are his parents in that guy in the suit there is, is this <laughs> what the hell <laughs> you see how we bonded <laughs> over the... the mutual confusion but, but... In all, in all seriousness, right? I'm looking at right. Okay, this this is what this is what's called false advertising. <laughs> so I'm looking at the video cover, and on the video cover, I'm assuming that that's Mac. That's Mac. Yes. Right. He looks. I mean, to be fair, I've always found ET a bit scary. He looks like a giant turd, but that's a different yeah. story. Um, he he looks quite, you know, right. But then you see the actual picture of him, and he looks yeah. horrible. <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. Yep. I can't deal yeah. with puppets. I'm hundred wow. percent not having it. Oh my god! <laughs> Social media Mike also hates Mac. <laughs> that is, and I've, I think the fact is, I've just done a search. I, I, I've just done a search, and what's actually come up is Mac and Me wheelchair scene live and uncensored YouTube. I don't even want to click that. <laughs> I think actually, you should. We should probably watch that wheelchair scene in a bit because it will be really funny. <laughs> it's really un, un, unintentionally funny. It's supposed to be a very dramatic scene of a kid in a wheelchair rolling down a hill into a pond. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, it's really funny. Wow. Wow. Just. <laughs> just wow. Oh, dear. There's, there's a picture here with him with a can of Coke and a straw going into his mouth like he's dying. Yeah, they're obsessed the with it. To it's, yeah, it revives life. him. Yeah, it? pretty much. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh it's uh, it's absolute nightmare fuel. Well, so, yeah, um, that's my nightmare sorted. Yeah, so that it's a good job we're not sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. 
so, so that's how I know Emma. Um, so <laughs> because Emma is our, now our resident uh, movie movie guru, that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. I was struggling there for a little bit, trying to grasp it. Um, I'm just going to throw throw the ball into Emma's court and say, hey, uh, what's been your favourite movie of 2018 so well, far? Well, I have seen Avengers today. I don't want to... I'm not going to do any spoilers or not, um, um, but... Good. I have a lot of feelings about that. Not oh, just Marvel. <laughs> oh, see, I, I just can't. I've, I'm very emotional this week, so I can't cope with that. Um, probably Black Panther. Um, I haven't been in the cinema an awful lot this year. Um, oh, okay. we, me, and Chris are actually discussing it on the last episode of our podcast. Um, the beginning of this year has been really, really rough. Um, and I, I don't mind talking about it but I don't want to depress people um, so I haven't been going to the cinema as much but I, we went to see Black Panther and that's been my favourite so far but there's a lot more coming up that I'm really looking forward to specifically Deadpool 2 which I can't wait for and also um, oh, I nice. really want to see The Meg with Jason Statham because anything with a giant anything in I am all for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh I'm just happy for it. The trailer oh, for that movie. For Can't wait for Good it. Good lord. I went to see Pacific Rim 2 <laughs> yeah. and it was shit. Have you guys yes. seen Rampage yet? Have you do? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I quite liked it. Oh, I've not seen it yet. I didn't mind it, except I think it was a bit of a mistake to try and make John Boyega have... Because in the, in, the, in the second movie, he plays like Idris Elba's kid. Yeah. And so they tried to give him like a big, you know, cancelling the apocalypse <laughs> kind of speech. But it's nowhere near as well written and nowhere no. near as well delivered. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's like, oh, no, you've just called back to a bit of a movie that was good. And uh, you, oh. <laughs> I liked the rest of it. It was very... Um, Have you seen Rampage seen... yet, either of you? Um, you feel I really... Anything with the rock in. Like... I am I am all for Dwayne Johnson. I wish he was my best friend. I think like <laughs> I will just talk about him for hours and hours and hours. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's exactly what it was. I went in knowing what I was going to get and it delivered exactly that and nothing more. It was just giant monkey, mutated wolf. That's what I came for. I didn't come out thinking I'd learned something about myself. Or that, you know, I was suddenly going to be a better person for watching this film. (laughs) (laughs) I I got exactly what I wanted. And that's all I expect from any movie with Dwayne Johnson in, really. So I was quite happy with Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. I um I actually came out of it a lot more happy than I was expecting, and uh, and I know this is going to sound really like pathetic to everybody else, but it was simply because of a thing that actually wasn't in the movie, and that was a romantic subplot. There are so few movies where the two main people don't end up boinking, when <laughs> especially when they've gone through something terrifying like a rampage style event. That I'm like I'm just so used to at the end, like the guy and the girl are just like together. And to not have that happen and to have it just be like, yeah, I've made a new friend today. I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. A lot of his films, he doesn't do... Because I saw um, the last Rock one I saw. I'm going to talk about the one I'm really looking forward to with The Mm. Rock. But um, (laughs) the the last one I saw was Jumanji 2. I haven't seen that yet, but I want (gasps) to. I'm sorry. Rich watched it without me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I proper love Jumanji. Too. I do want to see. Yeah, it. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, but the one I'm waiting for is um, is Skyscraper. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's just all there for you, isn't it? Yeah. He's he's, he's got a prosthetic leg. It's it's you know he's going to hit someone with that leg, and it's diehard because it looks like there's gunfire and stuff. I mean, it's it's. <laughs> If he doesn't, I'll be very disappointed. I'll ask for my money back if he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah, straight up. I'll just go to the... No, I'm sorry. I just want to say, I've just watched the... It was great, but didn't hit me with my money back. Yeah. Just tweet tweet The Rock. What were you thinking, mate? It was right there. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. I just... Yeah. He he, he just does action films. Just so... They're like a throwback to the old school action Mm. films that he used to watch as a sort of like, you know, like teenager or whatever. Um, But yeah, that skyscraper one, just that just looks... It's the last shot where he's running and he's... He's just jumping. He's just jumping across to the sky and you're thinking, there's no way... You're not making that. You're not making it. (laughs) But you know he is because it's The Rock. And he's he's being shot at at the same time. And did I say he's running with a prosthetic leg as well? (laughs) I mean, well, yeah. I did. Uh, I did see the trailer for the Meg uh, last week, and, and immediately think of you, Barry, because I just thought it's got it's got Barry written all over it. That movie has. I I I have to say, um, we, we will get back to interview questions. <laughs> yeah, of course. But I have to say about about the Meg. Someone told me about the Meg before I saw the trailer, mm-hmm. and I think they were lying because <laughs> they told me about it, and I said it's like someone knows me and created a perfect a perfect movie. Which, no, and, and, and the way they told me was like they were, they were a really dodgy guy. They were like, "Look, have you have you heard about the Meg?" And I was like, "No, what's that?" Well, I tell you what, it's it's Statham, it's Statham versus like a giant shark. I went, "You're joking?" No, I'm not, mate. I'm telling you, check it out on YouTube now. And I went to YouTube and I was like, "This is the best thing ever." If it's if it, I reckon the only thing that can make it any better, if <laughs> and the, the rock punches the shark, and that's how it ends. And it, all it is is like he's underwater. Yeah, or, or he's underwater. And Hits like, it with a prosthetic leg. Stay, yeah. No, stay, no, no. <laughs> no, no, Statham's killed the shark, right? In my head, he's how the film's going to go. Statham's killed the shark, probably an explosion. Mm. He's kind of floundering in the water. He's like, I'm going to drown or whatever. And then a, a set leg comes into the water and he grabs the leg and the leg pulls him out and it's the rock. Right? And, he's, and there's no light and he's just a fisherman who happens to be passing by. That's it. And the film ends. We don't go into the sunset. I'm Job sold. done. <laughs> Job done. Cut me a check. <laughs> my hubby had a bit of a go at me yesterday because I put Avengers at my film of the year. Because I'm keeping a little list, you see, so that I don't forget for the end of the year when I tell everyone what my films of the year are. And Avengers went in at number one. And he was like, nope. <laughs> I'm... Um... I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, I haven't seen Black Panther yet, so I'm really excited about seeing Black Panther. You see should, this? You this can, is my disappointed face. Doesn't matter because I was I was talking to someone about this, and they said um, I've had two conversations. One which is quite an angry conversation with someone because someone said to me, "How can you not see Black Panther? <gasps> You're black." What? That's kind of rude. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'll take. Yeah, I thought, okay, I'll take that. 
and not not punch you in the face, I'll just walk away, which is oh, why I, I did. I didn't punch them in the um, face. And, and secondly, I said to someone, but the most exciting thing is, everyone's seen, like, Infinity War and stuff, and everyone's like, oh, oh I've now got to wait a year, I've, I've got Ant-Man and stuff to come, and I'm like, I haven't, I've got Black Panther to come, because I haven't seen it yet. Boom. I'm still disappointed. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking my head. Ask Emma a question. Why don't you ask Emma a question? I asked Emma a question already. I've got another question. Jesus. Co hosting, mate. See, it gets to hour 10 now and all the arguments start breaking out. The sass breaks. It's because I've just broken open the amateur. It's because she's drinking now. That's what it is. Getting lit, you know, so I've had a couple of drinks now. Oh, yeah. you've got to start something My face now. is getting very hot now. Uh, oh, yes, I've got a question for Emma. Mm-hmm. Um, who came up with the title for your podcast? Because I love I'll it. admit it was Chris, it wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. Chris it does all the, he comes up with everything, like the episode names and everything. I just <laughs> Skype them and talk shit for an hour and a half. That's literally all I do. <laughs> I mean that sounds like a good job to be. You'll just yeah, message me going, yeah. oh, do you want to record this week? And I'm like, yeah, sure, Sam, whatever, mate. And we go in with no plan. I don't think we've had a plan since like episode four. Because that's how we always end up talking about drag race at some point. So <laughs> Yeah, that was that was entirely Chris's idea. <laughs> um so uh Yes, so obviously I've been doing some uh, research and stuff. So you are, would I be right in saying you're a fan of Captain Marvel? I am. I am am like giddy with excitement for the the films to come out. That could have gone wrong. (laughs) I'm so excited for um, the Captain, especially Brie Larson. I loved her in United States of Tara. I used to watch that a couple of years ago. And I was really worried about the casting of Captain Marvel. And I... I don't want to be one of those people like, this is so important to me, so how dare you take this away from me and ruin it because, you know, I don't own it. And I'm I'm not going to flash back to my Ghostbusters rants. I've done that too many times. But I am so looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to it being a prequel as well. And, <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm getting a bit excited. Oh, well, she's like really calm down. So the, the the question I wanted to ask about is, so I kind of, I've never read any, um, Captain Marvel, aside from... Because she was in uh, yeah. Civil War 2. Yep. And I read her in Civil War 2. Um, that was the worst part but, you could have read but, her as. But everyone... <laughs> yeah, everyone's told me that's the worst place you could have started, like, being exposed to the character. So the question I want to ask you is, I want to, I want to like, give... I want to start reading Captain Marvel. Where's, where's right. the place for me to I start? I started reading Captain Marvel... Around the original run of Civil War One, which I think was two thousand and six, two thousand and seven, because she got a, a, got like a new run. So there's like I think there's I'm trying to see my comments on the bottom shelf, and I'm gonna tip off this chair and then end up on the deck. One second. Um, right, I'm gonna look at it. One, <laughs> two. I think there's about twelve issues that comprise her arc as Miss Marvel. Captain Marvel so it's quite a nice little introduction and it also goes that goes through Civil War and Secret Invasion as well so you have like the really big um, like the big hits in Marvel and you can branch off from that as well so that's where I start and I think that's a good place you can also get like the 
like the best of kind of um they do a lot of them in the comic shops so you can read the old stuff as well but i think that's a good place to start because then like i said you can branch off and you'll have like you can go with secrets avengers new avengers and secrets invasion and all that so it's, it's a good starting point i think i'd recommend anyway <laughs> Ooh. Right, okay, cool. Definitely. Stace? <laughs> yes, hi. Oh, you just because we've had a drink, haven't you? I'm sorry. Oh. I am very present right now. It's fine. Um, so you've mentioned that you were very excited for Deadpool 2, which, of course, I am chomping at the absolute bit for. Um, did you catch the new trailer that was before... Avengers and how right. was it in your opinion? I'm going to tell you why and this is going to be a, a, one of my rants so I do apologise in advance because there's going to be swearing so I got to the cinema today to see <laughs> Avengers and I went to the machine to pick up my tickets and the machine said tickets printed and they hadn't so I walked all the way down to the GSP point and was like listen my tickets haven't printed here's my email fine no problem traipsed all the way up the stairs to the screen we were late by the way because the queues were massive there was me my mum my brother my son and my boyfriend got there and there was some fucking sitting in my seats my premier seats that I paid extra for so I stormed over and goes you're in my seat mate because I'm a brassy scouse cow and he was like no I'm not and I was like no you're in my seat there's my ticket, showed him his phone, and he had the same seat as me on his phone. I was livid. And then the poor guy, the poor guy comes over to oh, me, yeah. and he was like, I'm really sorry. And I didn't want to kick off on him, because I used to work in the cinema. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine. It wasn't fine. I was so angry. And like yeah. the trailers were playing, and I was like, the trailer's like the best bit, because if the film's shit, all I'll have are the trailers. So we had to go out the screen, Sit down outside <laughs> while the manager came over to me and I showed him my phone like 800 times. And she's going, well, um, you know, this shouldn't happen. And I was like, but it has happened though, hasn't it? And he's in my seat. So eventually they had to call down to like the box office and ask whose name was on the seat. And of course it was fucking mine. And by the time I got sat down, Avengers was literally about to start and I was furious. <laughs> All I kept saying, and my boyfriend was like, calm down, enjoy the movie. And I was like, no. He's like, fuck Avengers. Fuck Odeon, fuck that guy over there. And yeah, so I haven't fucking seen it. And I'm living. See, I wish I really didn't want to swear. And I said fuck like 12 times in about 30 seconds. And so, <laughs> oh, yeah. I've already dropped some of the same. Absolutely fine. And to, and to be fair, given the story that went with it, I think. You, 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 have been, you have been your right to be dropping some F bombs. Oh, I think I've got so. to say, yeah. I, I would be happy. No, we had a guy who was sitting in because we had a you know that like because we we went to Cineworld. Other cinemas <laughs> are available, but me and Rich and our friend Phil have Cineworld cards, so it's you know obviously that's where we go. Um, and we got a block of like four seats that were off to the side, so it would only be the four of us: me, Rich, uh, Phil, and Key. Nice. And when we got there, I went into the the film first because I wanted to see the Deadpool trailer on the big screen. I'd avoided watching it online because I was like, I want it. I know it's coming before Avengers. <laughs> So I went and sat down and there was a dude in one of our seats. So I says, oh, I'm sorry, mate. My mates are sitting there. And he went, oh, show me your tickets. So I, sh- I showed him mine, but my ticket wasn't the same as his seat because right. I was sitting in my seat. And he was like, it's not the same number. It's not the same number. And then <laughs> like three or four minutes later, Rich, Key and Phil turn up and they're like, you're in our seat, mate. And he just went, oh, uh, sorry. And like ran off, basically. And then I felt a bit bad. 
Why did you feel he bad? He looked really scared. So he should have got, got he, tell you what, he should have got slapped for his troubles. Where's your ticket? Yeah. He knows he's, see, see, at least, I mean, you know, I don't want to sort of take away from Emma's roles, but at least there's a genuine mix-up going on. At least mm. when the other guy was sort of saying, well, I've got these seats. Yeah, he generally had those seats from yeah. his perspective. That's the cinema's That's problem. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's the cinema's problem. But when a guy knows I'm sitting in the wrong fucking seat yeah. and people rock up and say, you're in my seat, and he's like, well, where's your ticket then? I genuinely think that he'd actually been in the screening before yeah. and just not moved and yeah. wanted to watch it again. <laughs> I genuinely think... Because he looked he very a, comfortable. I genuinely think he was a prank <laughs> and he should have got a slap through his covers. <laughs> I... I it, it winds me up in cinemas when people do that. It, I see it all the time. People go, oh, I'm not me. Where's your ticket then? You're clearly sitting in the wrong seat and you're trying your luck. Mm. Get up and fuck off. Yeah. And I'm dropping F-bombs now because yeah. that really annoys me in cinemas. <laughs> there's, uh, there's like a book of cinema etiquette that exists in my own mind and, and most people don't pay attention to it. Um, the thing about the Deadpool trailer that I will say, though, I don't want to rile Emma up anymore, though, but there's a... there's there, It's about time Terry Crews was in a superhero movie, that's all I'm saying. I'm so excited for Terry Crews. I do like Terry Crews. I'll have to look it up on YouTube. <laughs> He's amazing. He's 100% amazing. It is, it is a good I won't spoil it it's a good trailer mm-hmm. oh, yeah it's a great yeah. I am genuinely like I think that's the that's the movie I want to see the most for the rest of the year which is a bit doolally really because we've had a lot of really good movies coming out this year oh uh, yeah I'm um, um, I'm not really that even though I really like Ant-Man I really like Ant-Man mm-hmm. um, I'm not particularly excited about Ant-Man and the Wasp um I'm not sure I am, if I'm honest. And you know how much I love Paul Rudd. Like, I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> but I feel like Ant-Man told a story it needed to tell and I don't think I need any more of it. Yes. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like, it, it was a very good film. And it's in my top five Marvel movies, Ant-Man is, because I think it's very funny and it's very clever and it's very fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was... I don't I don't think I need any more. But nah. I mean, I'll go and see it at the cinema because, because I've got a Cineworld card. But <laughs> So, um, Emma, have you got any other films you're looking forward to this year? Um, right, I'm going to have to Google what's coming out this year because I fucking forgot. I'll be quite frank with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to ask me that and I'm like, literally just got Google on the phone? <laughs> okay, I'm going. See, it's like karma. Hang on, I am so, I'm so shit. I'm just the shittest person. Ah, what am I doing? <laughs> right, okay, I'll tell you what I'm not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to Solo because I'm not a Star Wars person at all. Um, okay. Oh. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to Lando Calrissian. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I think I watched Star Wars great. Like, I... I was a teenager, I was like, this is shit. And I was raised on Star Trek exclusively. So, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Jurassic World, but the trailer hasn't really sold me. The trailer seems a bit boring. Agreed. Um, I'm looking forward Agreed. to Ocean's 8. Uh, Incredibles 2. Incredibles is my favourite, favourite Pixar movie. And my son like, is really excited, so I'm going to try and take him and just punch him in the face if he talks all the way through it like he did with Infinity War. Um... <laughs> I'm not interested in Mamma Mia. 
in the slightest. I love musicals, but I can't deal with oh, it. Oh, good lord, no. I'm not sold on... I saw the Venom trailer as well, and I'm not completely sold on it, but I did, like... It it's very strange, like, but I did like the last shot where he says, we are Venom. I like that, and Tom Hardy and anything, there for it. I want to see the Halloween trailer. <laughs> but I have a big problem with um, the Rob Zombie Halloweens. I mean, so I'm looking forward to that, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. And because I spent, what, six years of my life writing about Final Girl Theory and referencing Jamie Lee Curtis all the time, I feel like... I know her. I feel like she should be my best mate and we should be going out for cups of tea and things like that together. So, um, I did, I did say that I think, I saw Annihilation and it just left me very, very confused and I was like, I don't think I'm smart enough to understand this film. Yeah. It made me feel stupid and I didn't appreciate that to be honest with you. Like, not for a second. Have you watched that yet, Barry? Um, I, I would 100% agree. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But when it finished, mm. I, I sort of whispered, well, Sue whispered to me, she was like, do you, do you know what, do you know what just happened? And I went, <laughs> I, no. I feel a bit bad about that movie because I talked about it on Stace and Barry in the morning and you, you hadn't seen it at that point. And you said that you got excited by the trailer because you saw what looked like five women all suited up Ghostbusters style, about to walk into a shimmering and, nightmare. And to be honest... I should have told you it's nothing like Ghostbusters. No, 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 no. But by that, what I meant was... It was I, but I really... I, no, but I disagree, because actually you've got um, five women going in to investigate a paranormal... Mm. Okay, yes, it's, it's you know, otherworldly, but a paranormal such otherworldly occurrence. If that ain't Ghostbusters, I don't know what it is. Mm. And actually, it was... It was like a really, really like adult brainy Ghostbusters in a way, mm. um, and I did, I, I actually did enjoy it, oh, but I, bad, but at the same time, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, nightmare. And it had her like her skull, like her face, like in the side of its face, fucking nightmare fuel. Just, just mini cricket. Oh, yeah. It, it, it just made me feel sick. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I don't need a film to tell me that I'm stupid. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Netflix. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the problem is, is that we've all got friends. We've all got friends that were going to be around their house or something. And, yeah, and they'll mention Annihilation. They'll go, oh, well, that's because it was the existential blah, 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 of, of self. And it, is, it was an investigation of blah, blah, blah. And you're just sitting there going, I, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care. Oh, I really liked it. But I did like it. It's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't understand a lot of it. Fair enough. There's a podcast which is like an hour explaining what the ending of it was. And I listened to it. And I still was like, yeah, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I might need to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I just got something me. I was going to say about a film we were just talking about, which wasn't Annihilation. Um, What were we talking about? I don't know. Mm, I'll go back to Venom and say I watched the trailer for Venom and I just what is Tom Hardy's he's, natural voice he's posh <laughs> like he's on a sky bed and he's posh and I was like excuse me I'm sorry what like how dare you yeah. for a start because that that is not <laughs> for you my head is not that image and I feel personally robbed so no I just yeah. it, it's a sky with the sugar cubes I don't know that. no no it, He's, he's oh, a great geezer in my head, and that's yeah. how he shall remain. 
Yeah, yeah, it threw me because I was used to what I I used to watching the scene from the craze where he's like, you know, you bring a you bring a proper shooter to a shootout, don't you? you like the wild west, like Custer in it. That's yeah. how he should sound. Not like, oh, I'll have two lumps because I have a I have a phone. Give yourself a phone contract because you can do what I do. Like, why are you stealing <laughs> sugar as well? Why are you stealing a bowl of sugar? Me, that's kleptomania. You need help. You. <laughs> He's just got pockets full of sugar. He's, you need help and a better voice. Coach. That's what you need. Yeah, as soon as soon as that Venom trailer started, I was just like, what? What even is his natural voice anymore? And I don't understand what accent it's, he's it's, going. Is for he meant to be like at all. like Brooklyny, Bronxy kind of? I think yeah. it's Brooklyn. Let's, let's, yeah. let's say it is. Yeah. That's it. No, but... it's official. We decided he's doing a Brooklyn accent. Did <laughs> yeah. anyone ask that's the answer? He's Brooklyn. It's from Brooklyn. <laughs> Yeah. I think a lot of people in Brooklyn might disagree. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to say fuck well, Brooklyn, the... but I will say fuck Brooklyn if I have to. <laughs> so, to the 200 people from Brooklyn that are listening, I said fuck um, you. Emma, what says, I said. Emma says fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that got me about the Venom trailer was if you saw the uh, there's like a gif going round of that bit where you actually see his face and he does that big creepy smile it's and his tongue goes bleh googly eyes. yeah and it looks absolutely <laughs> laughable like even without the googly eyes it's like what even is ugh and I just I, I think the thing that I'm confused about I know this is how Sony Marvel yeah it's not but it, it's, it's odd because it's kind of like actually no you could do Lex Luthor versus Superman but it, it, it just feels a bit weird because it's kind of like I keep expecting Spider-Man to pop up from somewhere yeah, and he's not, and he's not because he's not going to because it's this weird sort yeah. of mix thing and it's a bit weird yeah. so I, I, and even when he's kind of doing the sort of venom effects that I, you know he's sort of jumping the pints mm. and he's got like black stuff shooting out of him and whatever I just thought it just looks a bit like it looks like the sort of film that should have been mm. done in the 90s no no so yeah. just definitely, I agree it looks a bit spawny yeah yeah, yeah. it does yeah I don't know. I'm never going to get the Venom movie I want. It's just another thing Hollywood's is denying me. Fuckers. <laughs> what? You mean you're not a fan of the Venom that was oh, in Spider-Man? Right. Do you know what? Me and Mike... Right, so you sent me off that <laughs> I was... I don't know how this conversation came up between me and Mike. But Mike was like... We were talking about... Mike's my boyfriend, by the way. And anyone who listens to my podcast knows because I talk about him all the time because I'm one of those bitches. We were talking about it and I was like, I'm going for Spider-Man 3 and it like pissed me off and I take it very personal. And he was like, no, 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 watch it again. But when, you know, Tobey Maguire's being all jazzy, just, but he gets his <laughs> and he's a and I was like, well, it would just pay off even more. I was just like, not here for it. And I liked him for Grace and I wasn't against the casting of Tobey Grace as Eddie Brock. And yet, and yet, Sam Raimi. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm actually. I'm actually one of very few people who didn't mind Spider-Man Three. Like I know a lot of. And the thing is, I think I've got one of the most unpopular Spider-Man opinions in that I don't particularly think one and two hold up very well, and three is definitely the worst. But it's still kind of enjoyable if you just take out that jazzy dancing session. Because I think if they'd have kept that in, but they'd have had somebody who could pull off arrogant dancing, that whole thing would have been fine and nobody would have mentioned it. It's only because Toby Maguire looks like your awkward cousin trying to chat with a girl at the school <laughs> dance. But like... 
that is the only reason that scene doesn't work. It's not because the scene's particularly bad. It's just because that flappy hair, <laughs> and he just doesn't look confident even slightly in himself. Yeah. Which is like the whole point of the scene. The scene is supposed to be him being like, I'll fucking own whatever I like. I'm Spider-Man. Set my dick. So it's... Uh... <laughs> wow. Okay. That's never I've, happened in a I don't know if that was my takeaway from the scene, but that's, that's, you know, that's fine. That's fine. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a level of arrogance that Tobey Maguire, I just don't think, can achieve. No. Especially whilst dancing. No. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I'm thinking about that for a week and a half now. I don't think I want to see a Spider-Man movie where he yells something <laughs> dick at people. I think that would be a bit of a mistake. I, I think that would be a different kind of Spider-Man movie. Yeah, if you get my drift. I've probably read books that are a bit similar. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. Um, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say that I got into a fanfic for a, for a time, and uh, and I'm not sure why, because like some of the stuff that I read was actually genuinely good, and then other stuff was just so shit it was fun to read, and it was just like a fun way to pass time. But I did end up in a bit of a Spider Man and Deadpool <laughs> sex hole. <laughs> Because apparently the internet really wants yeah. them to to bone. What Deadpool, Deadpool and Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit of yeah. It's an actual thing. legit thing, okay. and it's. I mean, pretty weird. <laughs> just a bit. There's a surprisingly few fanfics about Spider Man like whipping up some like. No, let's stop. Let's move on. Let's not. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking about how webbing used in the bedroom is all. And now we are. <laughs> wow. Wow. That yeah. took a turn, didn't it? It did a little bit, didn't it? Yeah. It's Mike ordering a pizza soon. Yeah. I think I might need one. Um, so, what turned you into a full-on nerd was Buffy, right, Emma? It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> he was pointing a finger at the it screen was, as he to did. be honest I didn't have a chance in hell I was always going to be a nerd um, my dad is a hardcore Star Trek fan and I remember for many many years nice. eating my tea every night watching Next Generation my mum is a lover of shit horror movies so this is all her fault quite frankly <laughs> and my nan who I used to see every weekend would watch like I think I saw Tremors with me now when I was like six or something like that. So I love that movie. And I was a bit of a tomboy as well. I like my mum always tells a story about how before my brother was even born, I had the Thomas Tank Engine train set and I wasn't really interested in being girly. So I gravitated towards like the superhero stuff anyway. Like I remember watching Ninja Turtles and Bucky O'Hare when I was younger. But Bucky O'Hare. Oh, Bucky O'Hare, that's a name I've not heard in years. I love that show. That show but, was proper. And I remember watching I remember watching Power Rangers and it was Boxing Day. And I think I was six, so that means Thomas was four or so. And it was on Sky. And that I remember having a big debate with my mum about who the White Ranger was, and I'm an idiot for not obviously knowing who it was. I was like, nah, it's gonna be Tommy Mother, how dare you? I'm six years old and I know everything. But then when Buffy came out, it was the first thing that I watched weekly and that I got really, really, really into. And it was, I shared it with all my family. We would all sit down and watch Buffy together. Like, 
like me and my mum my brother are really into wrestling my dad's not so it was one of the very few things that we all enjoyed and I always remember watching the last episode and when Spike died my dad got up and left the room and I walked out and he was crying in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) he was just like I fucking can't believe it and like my dad was I know I was like I was crying as well and like we had to hug and we were like it's okay but didn't say like it's okay it's not real we were like it's it's okay you know what I mean this is just the end of his journey he yeah. got a hero's death. But, oh, hang on a minute. Mike's ringing me. Sorry, is he? I knew this would happen. Hello? <laughs> Michael, I'm actually, like, listening. literally, like, live. Like, oh, sorry, sorry, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm going to get back in a You've thought, oh, you've got a really good idea? Yeah. Okay, that's, it sounds really seedy. So I'll bring you back in a bit because I don't want the whole internet to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can we can hear Mike clear as day. Just <laughs> just want to put that out there. Um, yeah. I'll read you back in a bit. I love you. Bye. 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 Not telling me that you love me because people are listening. You <laughs> asshole. I don't believe about infinity or about you. Yeah, so that's how. <laughs> so that's how I got into um, got into like like that's how I really that's how I got my nerd wings, baby. And then I started watching Angel, and then. Supernatural, and then I found the community online um, where I met Lee, Lee Crimes and Tony Black, and Lee me to Firefly, and it's kind of just expanded from there. But it's like my son didn't have a chance either from the day he was born. I was like, you're going to be a nerd. You're going to be such a big nerd. You can have all the nerd things that I never had. You want a light up solar hammer for your wall? You can have a light up. You don't want it, you're having it anyway. So I was, I was never going to... Oh. I just want to play football. He did say the other day, he was like, do you think I should get into football? I was like, do you want to? And he was like, nah. And I was like, okay, then I don't know why we're having this conversation, Freddie. It's just, <laughs> just whatever. So, yeah, I am a nerd. Then it's pretty fucking obvious, isn't it? <laughs> I don't try and hide. Because everyone works in <laughs> Like, I know Kate, who I work with, has got me saved in her phone as Scary Emma. Because I like because of the horror not, well I am scary I'm terrifying but because of the horror film thing they'll say did you watch Corrie and I'll go no and I'll go but I did see this and they'll just look at me and you can you know they're thinking fucking weirdo I just can see it <laughs> oh that <laughs> you saying that though that reminds me I meant to ask you whether or not you've seen The Babysitter because you no know, like I haven't to... seen any horror in a long time I think and then Oh, um, no, we've lost you. Oh no, you're back. Um, like basically, what <sighs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. I haven't been in the place to watch horror because uh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. And I'll just say I have, I had me and my boyfriend suffered a miscarriage last month, so I haven't been in the place to watch oh. anything oh, like no. that. Bye, Thomas. Sorry, my yeah. brother's going out. <laughs> um, so I haven't been in the place to watch because I'm already like super fucking depressed so um but I do want to go back to university and do my PhD so I will have to start like you know focusing less on the real world shit and because maybe that's easy to handle you know my life would be really I might be really sad right now but I'm not going to get eaten by a demon clown you know every clown that's very true I mean well we <laughs> I think mean, we can hope <laughs> we can yeah, only hope yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we can only hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. When people ask me about like impending apocalypse plans, I'm like, yeah, but yeah. it depends what kind of apocalypse it is. Because if it's a like a if it's a regular one, I might be okay. If it's a zombie related one, I'm fucked, uh, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like everyone says, have you got a, you know? Do you talk about the zombie apocalypse? But like he said, that doesn't cover everything. That's one version of an apocalypse. I've seen Buffy. There are many, many different types yeah. of apocalypse. Yeah. Honestly, people are so well prepared. Yep. Well, I I feel like I was ten years ago. Right, I feel I was really prepared for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you know, because I was really prepared for it. And um, now, with all the zombie shows, I feel like I've become so desensitized to it now that I'm ill prepared for an actual zombie apocalypse. Because I'd be like, ah, oh, whatever. You know what I mean, <laughs> whatever. I just, I would immediately die. Like, if I was indoors, I might be okay for a little while. But if I was outside, I'd be fucked because I do not. <laughs> No, you see the worst. No, no. The worst, the worst thing about zombie apocalypse is like when you used to watch the old school zombie films, Night of the Living Dead. They, they all shambled. So I was like, I'm alright. I'm in relatively good shape. I can jog. It's all good. Then they brought it 28 days later, yeah. and I was like, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. Because no. they can shift. Yeah. You know, and and you know, it's, it's, a, it's embarrassing when an undead person can run faster. But there's him, a, but... I think it's the second one, twenty eight weeks later, where it yeah. starts off in the house, and then you've got Rob. Is it Robert Carlo? I yes. Is it Robert Carlo? Yeah, and then um, he effectively leaves them all in the house, um, and he's running down to get to the boat, and there's a shot of him running, and he is going. I have this real big thing in films where, like, because of the way they do camera angles and stuff, people don't run as you would run if you were running for your life. People yeah, kind of you can't jog run fast. because they've got some sort of tracking camera. Whereas he was running for his... I believe there were real zombies chasing <laughs> yeah, that him. Is he was running for his... Yeah, running for his fucking life. And I watched that scene and I thought, if I was in that scene, I would run, but I would be dead because yeah. I cannot run that fast. No. Well, I could run that fast for maybe 10 seconds and then instantly keel yeah, over and yeah. die of a heart attack anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. It is a bit. I mean, it's not going to happen, right? No. <laughs> you sure. say that. You say that. When there was that news story a couple of years ago about that guy who did crystal meth and then hit a guy's face, I was like... <laughs> I got my face off and it looked like it fucking started. <laughs> <laughs> See, my, my, my most scariest, I can deal with it, with most apocalypse, you know, like devil, yeah, it's all good, you know, um, global, yeah, it's fine, you know, zombies, well, a little bit scarier. If they have, because this is the whole thing about, like, if we have a nuclear war, the only things that are going to survive are cockroaches, mm-hmm. right? It's that thing. Giant insects, like giant spiders and all that, that kind of apocalypse, I would literally, and it sounds horrible, and I apologise for what I'm about to say, I would put a shotgun in my mouth and pull the trigger. I am done. Because I, I, I can't... What is the point in surviving that, though, as well? But I can't, like... even, I can't even deal with normal insects in my house. I yeah, freak out. I, I freak out if there's like a... Uh, yeah, if there's like a moth, I'm yeah. like, Rich, get it. So we, we have this conversation. So before I tell this story, Emma, do you, have you you've watched 24 with Jack Bauer? Okay, it's important. So, so Sue and I have this sort of... Sue doesn't like... Yeah, she doesn't, you know, the whole kind of like, don't kill bees or, you know, don't kill like insects and yeah. stuff like that. I don't like that. Don't do that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Open the window, all this sort of stuff. Unless it's something like a wasp or something really like horrible. And what she'll do is she'll walk to the door and she'll go, just go Jack Bauer. And she'll walk <laughs> out and she'll shut the door. And what she means by that is 
any episode, any season of 24, right, there's this whole bit where he's got to do stuff and it's plausible deniability and the White House don't want to know and he's just got to do his shit and they don't care so long as he gets the job done and that's what she does. And she'll just go and we'll have a conversation. She's like, oh, don't click, don't click. And it's a wasp and she'll just go, go jet bar, do what you've got to do. And she leaves the room. And I'm like, that's why we got married. That's why I love you. 100% I would be doing that for every single bug of every kind of every size. I've had to wake Rich up out of bed in the morning when he's working at home because there's been a small spider in the bathroom so I can't clean my teeth. <laughs> I'm the world's biggest loser. So yeah, right. giant giant insect giant insect invasion, that kind of thing. No, no. What a weird note to end it <laughs> unless the rock, unless the rock's backing me up, then I might give it a yeah. go. You can't look like a pussy in front of the rock, Even can you? You've got to try. Like, mm. Do you know what I mean? You can't. I'd have the gun in my mouth. You're like, you're coming up, right? What are you doing? I'm like, I can't do it. Like, okay, well, let's give it a try. <laughs> and then one giant spider leg appears. Like, no, 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 my husband genuinely wants uh, Jason Statham to be the oh next doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Darlings, you want some? <laughs> Tin fucking slags. Dad Ross, yeah, fucking wanker, really. <laughs> giving it someone, giving it some Gallifrey. You having a laugh at you? You nonce. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, so we've been drinking and we've been going for 11 hours, can't you? You absolutely can. Emma, thank you so much for joining us today for thank our you. chat. It's been delightful. I'm happy that there's been somebody else on who swears. Oh, as much I, as do, I, do, I don't even know why. Like, I'm not going to swear. Like, why bother doing that? Why deny my true stuff? You know? <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Exactly. Um, do you want to tell the listening world where they can find uh, uh, your podcast? We're on podcast? Twitter at North by Northwest. We just released this past week. Um, we do, like I said, we did talk a lot about Drag Race, and um, I can't remember what else because I'm just stuck on Drag Race at the minute. I do apologise. You can follow me on Twitter at the Crushinator. <laughs> um, I tweet a lot of shit. I will be blatantly honest. I t- I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> But I'm not. So, you know, follow me on Twitter, why not? It's iconic, can it? So, yeah, that's... I always feel that weird when I'm into something like this. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) There's been so many times today. I'm like, all right then, bye. Um, See ya, bye. And I just can't hang up. I'm like, oh, somebody please go. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Are you still there? Yeah. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. I'm sorry. I don't. This is the part of the show I don't really know how to do. Just, but... yeah, just... I, I, I won't hold it. It's got to cut myself off. Good luck with the rest of. Good luck with the rest of the show. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to survive. Because yeah, you. I, I'm going to bed in 20 minutes. So, um, and we'll it's be great being on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, bye. Thank you. Thanks, bye. bye. I needed that as a pick me up. Oh, she was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Right, is sure. Oh, he is maybe here. Let's let's check. Let's say hello. Uh, do you want to do a donation check? Can, we, we... can we get a donation check? Mike? Social media, Michael, get your t- delicious bird in the kitchen. I don't know what that song was. Um, 
How we doing? How are we doing? We are now at 77%. Excellent. 770 pounds. Excellent. You guys are brilliant and I love you. Um, But if you haven't donated yet, I still love you, but I'd love you a little bit more if you went to justgiving.com forward slash SPCP live three and just chucked like a pound even. Every little helps, Every as little Tesco helps. say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, please please do give what you can. We're about to talk to uh, Sean Stephen Strubel. Let's give him a bell. Why don't we? <clears throat> Hello? Hello. Bonjour, how are you doing? Mate? I'm actually here this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um so for anybody listening who doesn't know, we did have Sean scheduled in last year and um I don't know if it was a time difference. There was a forgetful it was just forgetfulness. Just a Sean <laughs> it was a forgetful error. <laughs> but but we will let you off because you are here now and that's that's good enough for me. That's what I said. I've been drinking a little bit. I'm really sorry. I'm going to slow that down. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Sean, welcome to the parlour. This is it. This is Sean's second time talking to me, but you haven't spoken to my good friend and podcasting partner in crime, Barry, who I'm gesturing at, but you can't see. So I just thought... I'd hey, Barry. Hi, Sean. So, do you want to tell the lovely listening public um, who you are and what you do? Uh, yeah, I'm bad at that, but let's try. Uh, <laughs> Sean Steven Struble, uh, I am a writer and colorist of comics. I'm mainly known for the comic book Little Depressed Boy. Which is amazing, and you should all read it. That's why I'm glad you say it, because when I say it, it sounds like I have an ego. <laughs> no, we've already spoken at quite a lot of length today about how we're all terrible at self promotion, but we're like really, really love it when other people <laughs> tell us we're great. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah. yeah, that that does seem to be the common thread. Yeah, that's yeah so through. it's it's like we're like, oh yeah, I've got this podcast. You don't want to listen to it; it's shit. And then someone else goes, no, no, it's great. And you're like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's uh we're just we're very uh, we're a humble people, the Brits. We are, yeah, yeah, yes, we are humble. I th- yeah, don't look at me like that. Oh, what? You've got a face on you. You find most people have faces, <laughs> and they wear them. All right. Go question. Go well. The thing is, right? I've spoken to to Sean before, so I've sort of run out of questions, and I was hoping that you would have loads of extra ones that I didn't ask before. Because, uh, sorry, <laughs> if I put you on the spot. <laughs> Barry hates me right now, I'm really sorry. So did you, did you start off um, just <laughs> colouring and moving into, into writing as well, Sean? Or was it, or have you always sort of coloured and... Uh, as a kid, when I was wanting to get into comics and was going to start an independent company with my brother... Uh, I was always intended to be the writer. Uh, he was going to draw, and then neither of us could color, so I decided to color, and that's how I actually broke into the industry. 
when intending to always be a writer. <laughs> but yes. you are writing now, though. So you, so you got there. Um, and I want to say, because I was looking sort of through, I'm not sure if I've got this through your blog or through your tweets, but I would like to say, for the record, there's nothing wrong with going to bed <laughs> at 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah, I'm an old person. I, no, I, I often go to bed at between 9 to 9.30. I tend to go to bed um, sometimes. Tend to be dictated by the cat, to be fair. They can be quite demanding. Um, yeah, the cat will just jump off our, our collective laps and just walk to the bottom of the stairs. If Bedtime. We've all had a lovely evening. I know I have, but I'm tired now. Let's just crack on. Let's go upstairs. So, yeah. That's actually kind of adorable. It's not. not it is. It's not when you live with <laughs> Oh, alright. Um, my, my cat's called Steve. Uh, full name, Steve Rogers. <laughs> So yeah, I think he's got a whole yeah, and I think because Infinity Wars, uh, I think it's all about him. So it's all it's, it's gone to his head now. So. Understood. <laughs> um, so how is your quest going to uh, collect cheesy movie singles? Pretty good. I uh, the most recent one was I got Lamal's Never Ending Story. I saw, and you know, I can listen to that a million times. It is so bad and good at the same time. Uh, <laughs> as a as a as a child, well, slash teenager of of the eighties, I I find I applaud I applaud that quest. Uh, what 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 other stuff? Uh, I've got the glow from Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Yeah, <gasps> the Last Dragon. Uh, I don't even you know what that, that is. Glow. You feel no one. You yeah. got that glow. Your body's strong, you got the glow. It's the power of elevation. <laughs> Talking about the glow. Shine on. The hell is Shine that on. Yeah, that was yeah. right, wasn't it? It is the right song, isn't it? I haven't just like... Yeah, see? The, I've, oh, no, I've never heard that before in my life. The Last Dragon is like... That was one of like my... Go- so, I'm going to get I'm gonna get a bit political now. So, when I was a kid growing up, there wasn't a lot of like films where you had... Um, yeah, central black characters. Mm-hmm. Or that, yeah. was, that was genre, you know, and certainly not in the UK. And um, when people talk about like, and this is the thing, when people talk about Black Panther, that's the thing now. But when I was a kid, um, Last Dragon was um, Sean Batman was was a predominantly mm-hmm. black cast, and um, it, the, the central character was this guy, and he was called Bruce Leroy, and uh, <laughs> he he was like a massive Bruce Lee fan and stuff like that, and it was all about him getting to this next level where. He was already a good fighter, but if you get to this next sort of level, he would get the glow, and the glow would cover his own body, and he would have all these powers and stuff like that. And um, I remember me and my mates going to see this film, and I, again, it's this thing of I, I hadn't seen a someone like that on screen in the genre type film, um, being a central character. And um, we sat in a cinema. Um, I never forget, and we watched, we saw four showings of it because we could, back then you could just sit in the cinema and stay in. Um, and pretty much get away with it. So we, I watched it nice. four times in the same day. <laughs> um, yeah, isn't it just? And and it had because the, the soundtrack was Mo, it was a Motown soundtrack, mm-hmm. and um, some of the um, the actors in it were kind of sort of Motown stars of the time or whatever. 
and yeah, and I'll never forget there was this song and it was called um it was called The Glow. It was kind of part rap, part whatever, and uh and then the main sort of title track was called uh, You Are the Last Dragon, you possess the power of the glow. It all, and I had that soundtrack and it was awesome. So sir, you have just stepped up like <laughs> Massively, massively, massively. I haven't thought about that film in years, and that film is really, I've really important. I've never heard to me. of it. It's a very important film to me. It's awesome. Oh, Last Dragon. It, it is a wonderful movie, and the lesson you take away from it is if you get tied up, you can just break dance out of ropes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah. His little, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his little, his little brother, isn't it? His little brother gets tied up. Um, and you see him doing all these moves where he's kind of like, basically he's just moving his shoulders up and down um, and sort of like body dance out, break dance out the ropes. Oh, it, yeah, amazing. it's awesome. And the, mate, and the villain in it, let's see if I get this right, Sean, but the villain was the Shogun of Harlem. Is that right? Yeah, sure. and his name was, he yep. was Sean Up, Show Enough. Show Enough? Yeah, Show Enough. Who's the lowdown baddest? Oh, Show Enough. That is amazing. It is. It, it is a film which is second. It's a film which is second to none. I when I get home tomorrow after I've slept for twelve hours, <laughs> um, I, I, I I'm gonna have to watch it now. It's yeah. awesome. It is awesome. Oh, I want to watch it now anyway, just because I love breakdancing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's wonderful. It's a cracking film. Yeah. Oh God. I'm for the film. Yeah. yeah. But the music is great for yeah. for it's yeah for eighties cheesy eighties music and stuff. It's yeah. It's really really cool. Um, yeah, and he catches he catches an arrow in the opening sequence. You can't, you know. He's an old teacher and stuff like that, and yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. excellent. So, what else? You, what, what other ones you got? I'm really excited. I was going to say, now uh, I've seen though. My, my personal <laughs> favorite <laughs> is I have E. G. Daly's Mind Over Matters, Mind Over Matter from uh, the movie Summer School. Nope, it's it's of one. course the important uh, montage sequence song, and and it's uh, extra okay. hilarious because it's sung by the voice of Tommy Pickles. <laughs> Brilliant! You've got. Um, I was trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to think of the song from. Um, oh, I, I wish I had. I wish I had you're that one. You're the best one. around. No one's gonna yeah, that's ever the one. bring you down. You're the best. Yeah. Around. That's the tune that is. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it is a wonderful song. <laughs> There's also. There Not when I sing it. There but. was also another film which was. I, I'm trying to think if it was the 80s, but it was a film with. Um, it was one of. It was probably the first film I saw Jean Claude Claude Van Damme in. Uh huh. And he was the bad guy in it. Right. And he was playing a Russian. Uh, and it was um, no retreat, no surrender. Yes. Um, oh, I don't remember the song. And, I, and it was um, stand your ground. There's no retreat. There's no surrender. Because back then you just sung you the, had title. To put the title. You in had there. to put the title in. Um, yeah, and that and that kid got trained by the ghost of Bruce Lee. Because I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, that movie is ridiculous. Genuinely, we just don't get films like that anymore. I'm not even gonna go. Apologies for people listening and expecting to hear insightful comics on, like, you know, colouring and writing no, comics and stuff. To be and... fair, to be fair, I didn't mind No Retreat, No Surrender the first time I saw it, but my sister went through what I believe every 80s child went through, except me, uh, 
a martial arts phase. And so she pretty much watched that and The Karate Kid like on repeat all day, every day, till it got to a point where I was like, neither of these movies are good. And I got real cross about them. Honestly, The Karate Kid's not a good film. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, upon, re- upon re-watching Karate Kid, not that it's not a good film, mm. he's not a good, yeah. not a good person. The, the guy, the, the actual Karate Kid is a really annoying whining and you can't understand why like they were kicking his ass oh yeah time. he's an absolute knobber but I also think Mr Miyagi's not as great as everybody thinks he's either because he literally just uses a kid to paint his fence and wash his car and then goes it's karate and you can't tell me that's karate mate I'm not having it <laughs> so really if you're going to remake it accurately you should be like it's not the t- it's the odd jobs kid yeah, he just does a few things around the house and then teaches an A-crane kick. The most the ridiculous sort of kick in the world. Thing, does it? Like, kid turns up. Honestly, <laughs> it's such a stupid move. <laughs> right, and I, I, I say this as someone you like, I, so I did karate and I got as far as, before I got like really lazy to skip, I got as far as like, I got my brown belt in karate. So I've done That's karate. That's pretty far. It was pretty far. Um, and... Uh, the, the crane kick is just like it's it's nonsense when you actually watch the scene at least when they try to do the remake they try and like explain a different move away but even that's still a bitch yeah. um, <laughs> but this one when you actually watch that sequence he's there with the doing the, the crane bit and um, it's unnecessary always, what I always <laughs> like about that scene you know you've got the bullies you've got his mm. mates who are in the, the, the sort of Cobra Kai or whatever they're called one of them goes he's hallucinating <laughs> <So> <laughs> No, my favourite line is the guy in the background who just says, put him in a body bag, like really scarily. Well, it's so violent. Well, I think I think for years afterwards, when we watched that film, there's a bit where like, um, he's, uh, so Danny's had his, his legs all like messed up and stuff and he goes to Missy Yagi or whatever and um, the the, um, the the main bully guy, I've forgotten his name in it now, um, goes to like his teacher and his teacher's are looking down and he goes, sweep the leg. <laughs> And then he looks at him, he goes, you got a problem with that? And he just looks at him and he's like, no mercy. And I was like, this is the best <laughs> film ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and I'm like, but how's the sweep in the legs going to, how's that? Because he's got one leg off the ground. How's that even going to work? Well, if he's got one leg off the ground, that'll work really well. Because if oh, he yeah. sweeps the one leg he's using, he'll fall down. <laughs> no, no, but he wants, him to, he wants him to sweep the bad leg. And it's the bad leg which is off the ground. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, and the fact that he runs... This is a bit I don't understand. So when you when I've when you've done any kind of sparring, mm-hmm. the whole point when you spar is to keep the same, to try to keep the same distance between you and the person you're fighting from a defensive point of view. Yeah. So if someone, if someone's like, so I've done. I've so also, basically, they can't get a run up. <laughs> yeah. So I've also done. I've done fencing as well. I've done like mm. sword fights. So I've done proper fencing, Olympic fencing, not Olympic as in I was in the Olympics, but defensive. And in the same principle, if you know if someone moves towards you two steps, you move back two steps. It's the same principle when you're kind of sparring and stuff to a certain extent until you see an opening. So the fact that he runs towards him. He runs towards him with no guard whatsoever, and then he's surprised when the he guy jumps up in the and kicks him in the face. <laughs> and he's like, and everyone's like, well, like, that's a fantastic move. No, he's not. He just ran into your foot. <laughs> 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 there, there are so many people who are just switching off right now. Like, I didn't think this was the kind of podcast that would just rag on a karate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, come on. But yeah. 
And to be fair, the Cobra Kai did have better yes. cooler outfits. I They were dicks, but they did have cooler they, outfits. They were dicks, but like you say, Daniel wasn't the greatest of kids. Like I never I will never condone like bullying and fighting. No. But they were all knobs, so I don't know who you're supposed to be rooting Admittedly, for. Admittedly, <laughs> the best part of that movie ways. is watching an old man beat up a bunch of teenagers. The best part of that movie is watching an old man catch a fly in a chopstick. No, it is. That's the, the most. No, <laughs> it's it, like, what? It is the bit hey, where he comes out and they're giving him grief and the old man kicks their asses because. For some, for a lot of those moves, it's not the old man. It's blatantly a stunt double. He's <laughs> like got a, got a white beard stuck to his cheek. She looks nothing like him. Like kicking ass. I love those. I love them old eighties movies. They got really bad stunt doubles. It's Have awesome. either of you ever seen Miami no. Connection? No. Okay, you. But this is your homework from today. Okay. You both absolutely have to go and watch that movie. So basically, it is a martial arts karate movie but it's also is it set in Miami? yeah okay but it's but it's also a bit like a like a band they're a terrible band they're called dragon sound and they have like a rival oh it's just such nonsense and it's the best nonsense but the guy who like basically wrote and directed the whole thing is the main guy who's acting in it the acting is terrible okay but he's like a grand master of martial arts so the martial arts in it is actually a hundred percent badass. Okay. But there are some bits that, like, because he can't, he doesn't know how to make a film. Where, like, he tries to jump into a car through, like, over the side door when it's got like the roof down, but fails. <laughs> keeps it in the movie. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> he's there just dealing out all sorts of ass whooping, and then he just like falls into a car. Like, it's fantastic. I'd like to say, if anyone, if anyone's got any um, serious uh, comment related questions to Sean, feel free to tweet them in because we're doing a bad. I, as far job. as I'm concerned, the next sort of like uh, forty minutes is going to be more eighties talk. So you know, <laughs> if you want to tweet in a comment question that's great but <laughs> as far as I'm concerned I'm all good um, so uh, <laughs> so do you oh, have yeah. a love of 80s films I know you click the soundtracks but do okay so what, what are your fave 80s oh, films oh that's a tough question let's get into it how dare you uh, <laughs> well I'm going to I'm going to be in the extreme minority and say that Howard the Duck is one of my favorite films. My husband loves that movie. That's not. Uh, yeah. I was scared of Howard. I didn't like the animatronics like at all. Didn't you? No, scared me. Okay. Gives me nightmares, and the fact that that lady had to do a bone with him, and I was like, oh, but he doesn't even. Oh, no. Hey, at least he had a condom <laughs> in his wallet. <laughs> That is true. He was a very safe duck, but no. <laughs> see, the film I always get grief for, and I'm trying to think if this—I might have to do a Google to see if it is or not. Um, no, that was a nineties film. Yeah, was it nineties? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll leave. We'll leave it was an eighties comic. Um, why are you looking? Yes. Was it? I didn't. I had no idea. Ooh. <laughs> Barry's like, how do I get hold of this? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I really. I always remember we went to see that film, and uh, it was uh, me and about six other mates, and um, me, it was me and Dave. We managed to convince them to go and see Crawl instead of Jaws 3D. Oh, um, Crawl! Yeah, I... When we came out of that film, uh, the misunderstanding people. Uh, no, I, I thought you said something else. Uh, 
Oh no, you no. Oh yes, no. That you thought you thought Mick. Um, I'm. Yes, because uh, and and it was an eighties film. Crow was nineteen eighty three. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Uh, it got just to you know give everyone. It got thirty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Look at Miami Connection. Two out of five, and um, I loved it. I really, really loved. And also, because I'm a massive soundtrack fan, it's got one... I, I don't care what anyone says, it's got one of the best soundtracks. Um, it's by James Horner, who did the soundtrack for... Um, yeah, yeah. Who did the uh, Star Trek II soundtrack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a phenomenal soundtrack. Film, okay, I understand what people are saying. This, he's got... His main weapon is a, is a metal starfish. I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, yeah. It looks a bit like Chris Pratt in that picture from this angle. Yeah, it is. Is his dad. Shut up. Jack no, it Pratt. isn't. Don't... Do that because you know you know that I'm gullible and also that I'm a little bit stupid. <laughs> so you want you want me to um, look up look up Miami Connection. While, while just... Sean thinks some more eighties films, I'm going to look up Miami Connection. <laughs> oh, this is 1987. Oh, see, it counts. okay, look. You will love it. You will both love it. I'm sure. Okay, not look at Miami. Hang on, that hang poster. On. I is... think I've just seen the poster. And I think I'm all over this. <laughs> Okay. Right. I lost you guys. Right. Sure, you, you got. You got to get on. You got to get on this. Oh, are you? Can you hear us? I'm. I'm here. Oh. I keep. You guys keep cutting out. But it. It seems to be. Oh. Staying now. Yes. Is it? Can you hear us now? <laughs> can you hear me eating pizza? Good. Right. Um. I. I've just. I've just looked up Miami Connection. And uh, I've got to say, and this is 983, so it's in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, this is one of the worst, <laughs> best, and yet best posters <laughs> I've perhaps ever seen. Well, now I'm going to have to look it up. And, and it's so Miami. You've got to look it up. I mean, from an art point of view, I mean, you could just, I mean, how long is that dude's arm? <laughs> the ninja guy. How long is his arm? I think part of that is sword. I think the, I yeah, think no, the sleeve no, is covering I mean, the sword. I mean, I get that. I get that's a sword. But I mean, you know, mm. the, the arm. Are, are you, wow, it has its own bad, website. Movie. Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, that. Uh, just, just to walk you around the poster, you've got that dude in the middle, then you've got some hoodie guy, because he's not a ninja, he's a hoodie Oh, dude. yeah, some of them fight looking like ninjas, but um, just wearing hoodies. You've got a load of ninjas on motorbikes. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, the faces you've are got a black dude beautiful. Uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, you got... I don't know what that brother's doing by the mailbox with no top on. I so he's... Basically, there's a scene in that movie man? where he gets a letter and he finds out that he's got a dad and he didn't know before. <laughs> right. Wow. And, then, that, and then, that's it's such to, an it's important scene irrelevant that to the it needs plot. to be on the poster with an explosion <laughs> behind it. <laughs> and I think the thing is, is that they've given that more importance than a guy... Jump kicking a dude. Look at his a, leg. Why is that a, yeah, so long? A guy, a guy with an overlong leg, jump kicking <laughs> a dude with an Uzi. He's clearly not shooting at him, and yet they thought the guy getting mail was more seen important than that. Topless man playing guitar with the stash. Oh, I was getting to him. I was getting to him. Don't you worry. He's fantastic. So, so de- he's in the band, and obviously he plays almost entirely topless. Right. Occasionally he'll wear a Dragon Sound T-shirt that, for some reason doesn't join at the scene. Wow. I mean, 
even for, it, it looks like David Hassel's David Hassel's. It is a beautiful brother. mullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Conrad. It is, isn't Such it? A I mean, uh, you, you can't get any more 80s than. I Honestly, mean, seriously, you pair. As soon as you can. I've got to watch this film. You will love it. I've got to watch this film. And it's the, it's the way they've done Miami Connection. It's just like, if I didn't know it was called Miami Connection, I would look at it and think it was called Miami. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, wow. It's so good. Oh, if I've done nothing else today, that at least I've spread the good word about Miami <laughs> Connection. Okay, well, here's an, here, here's an 80s film I'm going to ask you if you've seen today. Okay. Uh, sure pro- you may, may have seen, may have not seen. I'm going to eat um, more pizza. Uh, Monster it, Squad. No. I recently Sorry. rewatched that and it still holds up. It is an amazing film. It is a awesome awesome i i often walk around and say the name is horace (laughs) yeah it's a it's 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 just awesome it basically it it starts with um i'm trying to remember it now because it's a while since i've seen it 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 starts with van helsing oh okay and it all goes and i think there's a if i remember right there's a little kind of opening crawl where they sort of go every thousand years blah 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 and the forces of good have come together to try and stop the forces of evil, and then it just goes, and they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And, and that's how the film starts. It's just like, um, amazing. Yeah, it's it's a proper kids sort of adventure. In, in an 80s, there's um, a lot of swearing well, in a kids movie sort of way. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. know, I recently rewatched The Goonies, which I don't know if that's... Was that eighties or that was the eighties? Nineties, I can't yeah. remember. No, Goonies was eighties. Um, that movie starts with a fake suicide, a, a, a police station on fire, a kid saying the word shit, and a penis falling off a statue. And I was like, when I was a kid, I don't remember it being that risque at all. There's a scene where some like some grown people try to put a kid's hand in a blender. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't remember the Goonies being this fucking hardcore. Jesus, it's amazing though. I still love it. But I I still remember. Um, you know, I'm like going to see Race for Start when I was 11 years old, mm-hmm. and um, the end of that film, like. When it when they open the ark and stuff like that, and then there's a bit he goes, "Oh, it's so beautiful," and then it all goes to shit. Um, people's faces melted, and then the main bad guy's head exploded. <laughs> right, I was 11 years old, and even I was thinking, "I don't think I should be watching this." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, I mean, I think now because I think then the the ratings were you had A, double A, and and I think um, X or whatever it was then. Mm. And that was like a, I think it was a A or whatever it was, which meant parental guidance or something. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, A Race of the Lost Ark, I mean, for its time, I mean, that's a pretty, that's some grim moments in it. Yep. Indeed. That it did. Great. Um, I hate to say this, but we've hit our time. What? Well, <laughs> that's awesome. We did not run out of things to talk about, and we only talked about 80s films. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I was going to say, I'm so sorry that we didn't do a better job oh, of like, no, advertising fine. you. And uh... <laughs> I, I, Well, I've got to say, um, 
I'm all right. I'm I, happy. I that was talk, a good half hour. I've got to talk about <laughs> The Last Dragon. I'm so excited to go and watch that. Again. I'm going to watch that if you guys watch my own well That's what I would that, agree. It's, it's a given. I'm all, I'm all, yeah, all <laughs> over that. Excellent. Sean, do you want to tell people where they can find you and your wares should they wish to um, go buy them? And people should go buy Little Depressed Boy because if for no other reason than my name is on the back of the first trade paperback <laughs> and that makes me really happy. Uh, Makes me that is cool. that is a good reason. Uh, okay, uh, I can be found on Twitter at, at Struble, S-T-R-U-B-L-E. Uh, Instagram at Depressed Boy, and uh, my web store is depressedboy.bigcartel.com. Excellent. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. You should you should definitely come back to the parlor again at some point soon. Yeah, it's been an honour and a privilege. Uh, Thank you. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, and we will right. speak Have to fun. you soon. Toodle pip. That was a very British goodbye, wasn't it? it was. Toodle pip. Um, where's Sam? Sam, Samity Sam, 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 there he is. Hello, let's. Oh, he says he's away, but I'll just check. How are we doing for donations, folks? Uh, about, the same. about the same. Well, guys, that means you need to give us money, like now, please. <laughs> Pardon me, <clears throat> I've just been eating pizza and it's uh, repeating on me a little bit there. Um, Justgiving.com forward slash SPCP live yes. three. Drop us some coinage. Uh, I'm trying to think of something I could offer people as an incentive. Oh my god, we've got prizes and we've done no competitions. Have we got prizes? Shit, <laughs> shit it. Oh, see this booklet, right? Yeah. Go to the the almost last page. Um. So we've got f- we've got four prize packs. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what an absolute knob. <clears throat> Let me call Sam and we can come up with a competition. That's <laughs> some good prize packs. I know. Hello. Hey, Sam. I hear there's prizes. How's it hey, going? Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, prizes I've only just remembered about when we're almost halfway through. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's, it's foolish of me. Foolish, I say. Um, so if you want to come up with like a really good question for a competition, like right this instant, um, that'd be really useful. <gasps> Sam's on a video. Hello, on, Sam. I put, oh, wow. I put the video face. on because I was like, well, this is how I record my podcast. We do we do video and then we, we do some some crazy stuff. Ah. Okay, so here's a good one. No, no one can see this apart from Stacey and Barry. Here's the quiz question answer. Qu- question answer? Quiz question. What flavour... <laughs> Of Coca Cola, am I drinking? <laughs> so, if you can tweet at Stacey's Parlor with your guess as to what kind of Coke Sam's drinking, <laughs> we're going to have to like signal to Mike exactly what flavour it is. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> he's manning the Twitter. If it helps as a clue, I drank that flavour last week and then he drank half a bottle because I didn't like it. <laughs> 
if it's if it's an extra clue, I've never tried it because Coke makes my bowels explode. Um, <laughs> it's going to narrow down the flavours now, isn't it? <laughs> Shall we tell people what they could win? You could win an NPCT uh, bundle of comics, which is issues one to three of uh, Sarah Millman's NPCT, which is a very, very good comic. Very good comic. Very and cool. also issues one to three of Skull by Jenny Hilbler who is splendid, and I'm not sure that's how you pronounce her name, but I stick with it because I yeah, sound I confident. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Sam, I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Barry because I need to pee. Again. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think it's the fact that you time it just as we get someone in. I'm going to go yeah, to the but, toilet now. But right. you know, Sam, it's Yeah, fine. but it's not we're on a Bye, Sam. Good. Good, mate. I'm, I'm good. Um... So you've got yeah, a podcast now. managed I'm to impressed. do 17 episodes. Well, oh, 17, episode 17 records in about two hours. Um, so the podcast is called Gaming Fix. It's part of, um, eventually we're hoping to expand to other stuff, um, to like movies, comics, and other things. But for the moment, we do just video games. Uh, episodes come out every Sunday, UK time. Um, and uh, it's six people from all over the globe, so people in Canada, America, and Japan. And uh, we just kind of talk about latest gaming news and uh, mostly what we've been playing. So it's kind of a little bit of uh, just your standard podcast format, but we do try and keep it fun. We have a nice quiz in the middle. I uh, I noticed that your very first episode... Um, was six hours. <laughs> no, miss... uh, so our first episode no, we did was. game of the year. So it was a load of people who nobody cared about their opinion on game of the year, debating what the ten best games of last year were. Uh, so if you're interested in listening to six hours of people you don't know debating about video <laughs> games, uh, where I ex- basically form a one-man army to remove uh what's it called um uh, i can't even remember it now it was such a bad game that everybody else loved for some reason um it was it was one of those games it was was a walking simulator and it had um it has a really long name uh oh the something of edith finch Edith Finch. I'm googling. Oh, <laughs> what remains of Edith Finch? One of my friends from the uh, my podcast has just messaged me the name of the game. Uh, hi, Andre. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, get on with it is what you say. I, I formed this one man campaign to get it out of our top ten uh, because uh, I, right. I I bought it based on the recommendations of the rest of the crew and i was like look if you guys like it i'll give it a shot i'll give it a play before christmas so that we can talk about it on game of the year and i can have an opinion on it and because it was one of the only games that we all thought was going to be in contention that i had no opinion on uh and i came out with an extremely negative opinion what i would say is definitely the worst game (laughs) i played last year and one of the my least favorite games that i've ever finished start to finish Wow. wow. On a scale of one to the How I Met Your Mother finale, how bad is it? <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing good at the start of What Remains of Edith Finch, so at least How I Met Your Mother had, like, I don't know, oh six seasons of quality television. 
good point. I like true. that Stacey has brought it back true. to the topic uh, that we always discuss. The best thing <laughs> that we've always, we always talk about, which is the worst television finale of all time. Yeah, it's yeah. dreadful. What? How many mother? The finale is one of the worst things I've ever put in my eyes. I've watched the finale of that. I wouldn't say it's the worst finale I've ever it seen. Immediately I can't, goes. I can't think of here's the mother. Now she's gone. <laughs> it's really stupid. Can <laughs> I fuck Aunt Robin? Like that's, <laughs> that's what. Shall they do this whole thing? And like is, the problem was, so they decided in season one. They're like, right, here's the storyline. He has a different mum, and then he wants to get with Robin. But then what they do is they ignore the storyline that they set up for themselves with the pre-filmed clips. So they've pre-filmed him telling his kids what happens because the kids like they would they need to be in the finale and they need to say stuff that's relevant to what's happening. And they pre-film it all and then they don't realize how successful the show is going to be. It has eight more seasons and in the eighth season they're like, <laughs> "Huh." <laughs> We've specifically, at multiple points in this show, told you that Robin and Ted don't belong together, but that they're attracted to each other. But let's just stick them together. Let's uh, let's see how that goes down. And it's like <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> remind me now. Yes. So the mum yep. to the kids, yep. she dies, isn't she? Almost instantly. <laughs> and then he yeah. hooks up with Aunt Robin. Yeah. Basically, he asks his kids permission to fuck Aunt Robin. Mm. That is that end of that Yeah, show. I remember that, yeah. It would have been so much easier if he just yep. ended up with Robin in the first place. If she'd been the mum. Yeah. It would have been just so much easier. However, it's like not Robin about... It's not about not, no, it's the other way around. It's not about a destination, it's the journey. And it was a great journey. It's yeah. a little bit about the destination. <laughs> if you're like, oh man, I had this really great long road trip, but I ended up in like Iraq, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> Barry's just pulled a face that was like, why would you say that? <laughs> that is that is like really really random. But I'm trying to yeah, I was trying I was now trying to think of like other um, finales where I just thought. Uh, rubbish. I lost. I was super disappointed I in the finale lost. for Lost. So like, they were basically like, yeah, like we're gonna answer all these things. We like we're gonna really give you some answers, and they're like, the answer was the island was magic. Like that was the actual answer. <laughs> <laughs> we've got explanations. We've got answers. That wheel that makes the uh, island move in time. The smoke monster that might also be an immortal god from the past or future. And then they're like. Yeah, the island's magic. How is it magic? Well, there's a glowing light in the middle of it, and you can plug the glowing lights with statues. It's like it, it was like the end of a LucasArts adventure game, that but they hadn't like really thought game. it through. <laughs> I think the problem with Lost was it was such a yeah great idea, and it, I think that's the, I think that's the problem with a lot of shows. Probably not so much. These days, because I think they do probably plot shows out more so <laughs> these days, um, is that I think the, the idea of Lost was so great that first season and whatever, and then it it got so popular, they were then like, oh crap, we've got to carry on yeah. now. We only thought we were going to get a season. Shit. What, you know, and it just, it, it really felt like every season, even though there was a season I really enjoyed, mm. 
it just felt they were literally making like up as they went. Around, yeah, every, treading water. Yeah, every this is season. why I say, and like, I love Gravity Falls. I absolutely adore it. But I think it is great that it ended after two seasons because it told the story it wanted to tell and then was yep. like, the end, which is I've how only you're just supposed to, to watch that. You d- mate. Oh, it's you've got really so much very good ahead of you. Okay, it's good. It's real good. It's good to know it's only yep. two seasons as well. Yeah, it's like forty episodes, I think, in total. Um, and it's good that you're watching it now and not when it was, it was like on an TV eighteen month for break. Some absolutely bizarre reason, like yeah, there was oh, really? like a massive break, and then I think there was something like three months between the last two episodes or something ludicrous. It might be longer than that actually. Which is just madness. I would kill someone to find out yep. what was happening in the well, last I, episode. I remember um, reading. Uh, yeah. Why the last man? Mm. So I wait until it was done. When, when I came to it, it was it was quite late. Yeah. Well, I didn't even I, I didn't even wait till it done. It was kind of like I had. I think people talked about it, but I just didn't. It just wasn't on my radar at all. Mm. And I watched it so many years after it had completely finished. I just got the whole run and then sort of just sat and... I think I read it over like a summer or something. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes that is the beauty of like when you don't jump on the wagon for something is yeah. the fact that actually you can then get it later and you haven't got that kind of... So for me, I know we've been talking about like Black Panther and stuff, but it's kind of like... The, uh, you know, and every time I say I haven't seen Black Panther yet, I say everyone does a sharp intake of breath and go, oh, I'm really not seeing Black Panther. Oh. Normally, most of the time, that's Dave. Um, but like, um, but for me, the minute something gets too, becomes too much of a thing, too much of the thing, I start to kind of I know you. get turned off from it. Mm. Um and by turn off, I don't mean like, oh, it's going to be rubbish. I, I get turned off as in, I, I didn't make a mental note to it. Go, do you know what? I'm going to wait for it. Um, and then I can sit and watch it in my own time and then make yeah. my own opinions because I'm not being... Things can become a victim of hype yeah. or whatever yes, the opposite yeah, of hype it, is. Yeah. Yeah. What's the opposite of hype? Preparation. You know, when people just like really shit on something. So... <laughs> you know, when you just go into a film and you're like, well, I'm going to dislike this because everyone I know that's hated yes. it. yeah, so. yeah. yeah. And then you just hate it. Or, you know, or on the flip side. So I saw um, everyone absolutely, <clears throat> I will watch it again, but everyone absolutely loved um, yeah. for Ragnarok. And yeah. everyone said to me, you've got to see it. Oh, it's great. It's, it's real it's good great, movie. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. And then I, I, I saw it um, after, way after Hype, I saw it on, on DVD and whatever. And... Um, I thought it was all right. I didn't mm. necessarily enjoy it. Um, Are and you a fan of the previous two Thor movies, though? But the, but see, but then I want to explain my reasoning. I don't want to get into the whole Infinity War because, again, we've been very careful not to spoil things for people and stuff. Twelve hours. So Have you guys so, both seen Infinity War? Um, but you know. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is difficult. Yeah. There's an extra I, I layer to the challenge this year. I went on day one. <laughs> and uh, I'm actually really bad at spoiling things for people. And uh, one of my friends, when we met up at lunch today, went, Do you know, Sam, I, I just want to say, I'm really, really thankful for you for not spoiling Infinity War for me because I'm going to go see it tomorrow. And I was like, am I really that bad? And he's like, yeah, you're terrible. <laughs> my... <laughs> Funnily enough, though, my sister-in-law, my so, future sister-in-law, spoiled it for my fiance while we were um, at dinner today because she thought oh, that she'd no. went with us, and I was like, "No, she only going to know like midnight show. She has a real job." 
Um, yeah, so... So, four in... Okay, so I'll go back to Ragnarok. What I, what I struggled with in Ragnarok was um, all the humour on four, because mm. that's not the four that I like mm-hmm. from the comics that I read as a kid and stuff like that. And I don't want to get into that. <laughs> He's not my four and all that sort of stuff. But it, it just didn't... It didn't work, you know. He his character didn't work for me in that film, yeah. and I think if I watched it a second time, I'd probably enjoy it more because yeah. I know what to expect. Hashtag not my thought. Um, but you know, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, however, when in the way he was done in Infinity War, it almost seemed like either I'd got used to that thought, but I also feel they kind of found a happy spot between the more epic four that I like and the more comedy four that mm. we were getting. So I was kind of all right with with that, um, whereas for me Ragnar, he was just mm. he was it was just too far the other way, and I think I, I just needed to have a bit of distance. And I was saying to someone, it just for me it just felt a bit like I was watching Guardians of Galaxy three. I think that they definitely more, took the success yeah. of Guardians and were like, hey Taika Waititi, you're a really good comedy director. What can you do with Thor? Um, and it definitely felt like yeah. the Russo brothers had read the script for Thor Ragnarok but couldn't watch it before they made that movie. If you know what that if you know, makes sense, like they they got a lot <laughs> yeah. of the character yeah. and a lot of the like dialogue and like the way that he spoke, and I expect that Chris uh, Hemsworth like brought a lot of that across as well. But apparently, Thor Ragnarok was like seventy five percent improvised. So like, wow. Apparently, yeah, yeah they had like they were like this is what happens in the scene, and then you improvise it. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is very clearly doing that, but like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's Jeff Goldblum's like whole life yep. and he's improv. So. Gotta love Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> so <laughs> bless him. So um so so gaming wise, because obviously you uh, host on a gaming podcast. Um <laughs> what's uh yes right, get yourself ready, sir. Um what what's doing So uh I'm playing like two or three things at the moment. Um while I'm playing God of War released uh, last month for PS4. I don't know if if you plan to play that, Barry. I see I played the pre I think there's one uh, God of War game I haven't played for no particular reason. It's just one I haven't played. And I've heard and I've heard nothing but good things about this God of War. It's been getting ridiculous views and stuff like that. Is it So uh, did you good? play The Last of Us? The PS3 game? Up until, <laughs> see, we've had, we've had this conversation earlier, and I've played it up until the point where the clip has come on, and I had to turn it off because it was just so like the the way that they tell the story in The Last of Us, like through the environment and through conversations between the two characters, and how strong the characterization yes. is. That's kind of what they they've basically just stolen that whole format and formula for God of War, but they've added in this just like really good, really kinetic combat. So like instead of the I have to sneak around and put a broken broken bottle into an insect man's face, you're like, there's an insect man over there. I'm going to throw my axe at it and then run up at him and smash my shield into his face <laughs> so that he shatters and then start punching other dudes and like press triangle to pull your axe out of his corpse on the floor. Like, it's it's so good and so much fun. And like, I feel like gaming's greatest achievement of this year is the fact, like the the throw and then recall axe in the same way that like Mjolnir comes back to Thor 
it does the exact same thing. And like the oh, first right. time that the game makes you do it, like the, it's like the first thing they make you do in combat is throw your axe and call it back. And it's like so satisfying. And like if you leave your axe behind, <laughs> it takes longer to turn up. Like it physically goes through all the level. Like it's so clever. Uh, and also it's stunning. Like it's the one of the best looking games I've ever played. So it's really cool. I would wow. totally recommend it to anyone who likes um, games with a strong story and strong characterization. But also, if you hate that, you actually can skip a lot of cutscenes and the dialogue in-game will give you a lot of the story and the like. The puzzle solving and the combat are actually good enough that I'll probably keep playing the game after I finish it. I'm about, I think I'm about a third of the way through because um, I've been kind of inching through it. Um, okay. but I'm also playing one other game which is a game that I talk about constantly because uh, I realised about a year ago that I probably put about a thousand hours into it and it's my favourite game of all time uh, which is Diablo 3 on the PS4 so I don't know if anyone's ever played oh, okay. this but it's basically it's a, like a mindless RPG that you can throw on and play while you... yeah top down uh, the PS4 one, version it? is really really good yeah. um, so like um, in in the PC, there's a PC version of it, and the PC version is fine. Um, but the uh, PS4 version, like, is just so much fun. Like, you just kind of lean back, and like, the all the abilities for the characters are completely stupid. Um, so, like, for example, if you play as a witch doctor, you can summon a swarm of chickens to fight to fight an enemy. But every single move, there's like. <laughs> 30 spells in your spell book and you can have five at any time but like every single move has like five different versions of it so you can switch them out so you're like oh i like this chicken move but i don't like the swarm of chickens you can change it so it spawns one big chicken and like there's one <laughs> where you can like uh the witch doctor can throw jars full of spiders as a basic attack and like <laughs> And you're like, no. oh, that sucks. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, what if I threw one big jar with one giant spider in it? And it's extremely weird. Um, and like every every ability has something weird going on with it. Like there's a there's a wizard ability where you fire off like a beam of fire, and then there's another one where you fire a beam of fire that auto targets enemies and splits into like a hundred pieces. So like everything is really customizable to how you want to play. And yeah, I've I've probably put like a thousand hours into it since it came out in 2014 because I just play like I played it constantly until something good came out on PS4, and then uh, I have just I've just kind of picked it up <laughs> every few months. I'll play for like two or three weeks. They do this thing now called seasons, where like you're ranked on how far you get and how much you play during the season, uh, and like having ranking has just made completely open the game back up. So I kind of thought I was done. Uh, so that's cool. Are either of you guys playing any video games? Uh, I no, I mean I, I mean I'm going to be useless at this because I have discussed before that I am bad at games. Um, I'm good at puzzle games because <laughs> there's no threat level. <laughs> right. I get very anxious when I play games, so um, I do a lot of watching other people play games. So at the moment, I've been watching Rich play uh, Breath it's of the Wild. Very calming game. And both of those um, games Mario are fantastic. Odyssey. Well, Rich is just all. It 
all Rich has done so far is cook. And uh, (laughs) he hasn't actually really fought anything in Breath of the Wild yet. He's just cooked a load of food, some of which is completely inedible. Is he offering breakfast to like monsters? Look, let's not fight. Do you want some eggs, man? I really like that the (laughs) inedible food is pixelated out like it's censored in Breath of the Wild. And there's two. I also really like that there's multiple cooking musics. (laughs) And like, there's a better. The cooking music when you screw up is so funny. But then the cooking music when you make something that's like absolutely brilliant is like so jolly and fun. And it was like, I'm like, yeah, I did make some really good apples. <laughs> but Rich has been mocking me relentlessly because my current favourite game is um, Zookeeper for the DS, which is a really, really shit puzzle game that is basically just a grid of like, so it's a it's a grid of squares, and each square is like an animal's face. So there's like an elephant, a lion, uh, a zebra, a hippo, something else, maybe a crocodile, something aquatic. And basically, all you have to do is move the animals around the screen to get them to line up in threes, fours, or fives to get points. Yeah. Um. And I'm obsessed with it, and I'm like furiously stabbing my DS with the stylus, like just. And Rich is like, calm down. It's just do keeper. Um. <laughs> But I love it because it's like a game I can play without shitting myself. I do really like that game. <laughs> Basically. Um, it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm uh, playing... So I need to get back because I bought um, a PS4 uh, VR ah. set last year. Well, I'm scared of VR. I'm so um, scared of VR. I bought slash got, got it as a present type thing. So I need to get back on that because I was playing, um, we played a little bit over Christmas because what they've done with it, originally you can only play it in this particular game in VR and then they've opened it up. Mm-hmm. And that was a... a yeah, that's a good game. Crew. Um, and um, so over Christmas, I was lucky enough, I played it with myself, uh, Scott and Steve, who do comic book, um, well, it's now Graccio Geeks, in, but we used to do comic book outsiders. And um and Ant as well. Mm-hmm. And um Scott and I both had VR headsets, whereas um Steve and Ant just were just on the PC. And it's gotta be one of the most like immersive, coolest yep. experiences I've ever had. Cause when you put it on, it's like you're on the bridge of the Enterprise and I looked around and I was um I was uh, mm. tactical. And you look around, and and Scott was sitting behind me. And Scott was in, was the captain, so he's in the captain's chair. And he just kind of like goatee, looked quite cool and stuff. <laughs> and then um, Steve was um, he was a Vulcan, and he was at um, science. He was at the science station, and then Ant was at um, Ant was Helm, so he was kind of sitting across from me. And I can't unless you played it and put the VR thing. I can't describe how it, it, you're on the bridge of a starship. That's the only way I can put it into words it was absolutely phenomenal um, we played for a couple of hours and stuff and and when we started playing before we started playing it Scott said to us he said look before we get started because you start off in like in a ready room where you kind of decide what you're going to do and stuff and what Scott said he said just so you know I do go <laughs> full method when I play this and I was like Scott read the room mate we've got you back mate that's not a problem <laughs> so the minute we went in everyone was like you know captain this captain that you know um uh, you know, uh, Mr. Nugent take us out, you know, yeah, half half impulse speed, you know, taking <laughs> us out, Captain. Yeah, you know, and, and we and and to begin with you're a little bit laughing about it, but 
I tell you what, it when shit kicked off, it got serious. Everyone was on their A game. You know, no one was messing about. It was like we've only got you know we've only got such and such. I need more power on it, Captain. People, it was it was like serious shit. I thought if the Enterprise had blown up, we all would have died in, in VR. It was in like VR, that you serious. So yeah, so there's so there's that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like standard. Um, but the the game I'm sort of playing uh, mainly at the moment is um, that's a fantastic Assassin's game. game. Um, which is Assassin's Creed Origin. Yeah, yeah, Assassin's Creed Origin. And I hadn't, I, it's been um, a little while since I played the Assassin, an Assassin's Creed game because they did stale for years, yeah. For me. Um, but, yeah, but I'd heard a lot of good things about this one, so I thought, let me, let me check it out. And I've got to say, it's it's brilliant. It's absolutely, and it's kind of, it's set in, um, it's set in ancient Egypt and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much to do. And, um, it's probably one of the first games I've ever actually paid to get extra stuff. Normally yeah. I don't do it, I just play the game. Um but you could get you could get oh, from got to have that. Um I I was like, do you know what? It's yep. five quid well spent, isn't it? <laughs> you know I mean, 'cause because you can do you can basically go into like gladiatorial arenas and do um arena fighting and stuff like in Gladiator. Yeah. Um it's great. So I never take you should, it. Um, it's, it's awesome. Um, and you should play Batman VR. It's like a tenor, I think, on PSVR or whatever. And uh, uh, every person that, that I've made play VR, I've made them play Batman VR. And like they actually, like um, multiple times, I was I like kind of shit myself a little bit. There's several like there's a couple of jump scares, and like I don't like horror, and I don't like scary stuff like at all like i refuse to watch horror movies or whatever but like the way that they do it in batman vr is really cool because like they mess with your they like show you they mess with your perception so like they show you something and then like you turn around and it's gone it's really really cool it's super well done it takes about 45 minutes to play the whole thing um but you can mess around in game and do loads of weird stuff so like you can play the piano in bruce wayne's house uh, you can throw your family portrait <laughs> at Alfred. Yeah. I want to do that. I've, yeah, I've, I've got, yeah, I've got, I got Batman VR. Um, I haven't gone all the way through it because, it, it, like you said, it actually freaked me out. Oh. Um, because uh, there's a bit at the beginning where it basically shows you yeah. um, his parents getting getting killed, and they make you um, short as well. So like they make the, you child Bruce Wayne height. So like your parents yes, are yeah. so tall. And the guy with yeah. the gun is huge. Yeah. And, oh and, and yeah, and he kind of comes yeah. right up to you and leans into you. And I remember, I remember at the time, I turned around yeah. and you just see an alleyway behind you, and it, it it really freaked me out. And there's another bit, a little bit later on, where you're kind of on top of classic yeah. Batman. You're kind of on top of a gargoyle, mm-hmm. looking down at the penguin and stuff. And even though it is that it's that thing that tricks your brain, even though you know you're in your living room, or whatever. I felt like I was however many stories up, and it, it really yep. did. The height stuff freak really freaked with me. So, I to, uh, so I'm playing. I'm playing it in chunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm playing it in chunks because uh, I think where I stopped it, I just got. Yeah, to the, the morgue's the quite cool. Morgue. It's like a proper detective style investigation. Like you have to find clues and like put them all together and look at different stuff. It's really well done. That's probably one of the. Hmm. That and the like yeah, ending very... are basically like the two best bits in the game, I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm gonna have to power through with it then. I, I quite like the bit before it where you kind of you got a piece. Yeah. Of, you know, someone gets killed. I won't say it is, but you have got kind of piece together what's happened, and that's about as close to being like yeah, how agreed, Batman yeah. should be in a film. You know, where he, where he actually is the world's greatest detective, and you see him sort of piecing stuff together. Yeah. He's not just like Bat Ninja. He actually is. <laughs> There's no hype useful. stuff. Um, There's no hype stuff you know, from where you are is, either. It's all yeah. ground based, so you're not too off. I think there's nothing really like weird stuff from here on out. Okay. Sorry, everyone. On that note, we've hit our time. <gasps> if you'd like to hear more about video games, you can <laughs> Sam, uh, subscribe to my game. podcast, uh, Gaming Fix, <laughs> which you can find on iTunes, Google Play, uh, and lots of other places like SoundCloud and what have you. You can also follow our podcast uh, on pretty much every social network by looking for fixed podcasts at podcasts with an S because we do make more than one. We did a couple of movie shows uh, for big movies. So we did one for Black Panther and I expect we'll do one for Avengers in the next couple of weeks, uh, which will be a full spoiler cast with a like half an hour, no spoiler version at the beginning. Uh, so if you're interested in that, listen to that and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at SGCH. Cool. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us. And thanks, bye everyone. See you soon, dear. See you, Sam. I don't like the half-hour slots; they're too short. (laughs) I'm not going to allow people to do them next time, bastards. Are we getting? Uh, Are you coming to give us a charity update? Charity update. I'm doing a dance. We're halfway there. I mean, time-wise, we're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, money-wise, we're we're doing pretty well. Oh, we've had donations from Kieran Round. Thank you, Key. Thanks, Key. Uh, (laughs) Bend. No, he's a bellend. Okay. And Jennifer Newman as well. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. She's saying, just tuning in now, guys. You're doing great. Keep powering through. Much of love. Oh, thanks, Jenny. Yeah. And at the moment, we are at 79%. So that's (gasps) £790. I just did a weird little dance. Uh, (laughs) Keep it coming, though, guys. We're not there yet. Justgiving.com forward slash SPCP live three. We want to kick that thousand pounds in its stupid face. Not to be confused with OCP, which is an evil corporation from Robocop. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or just PCP, which might be a drug, I think. Yeah. <laughs>